Hey guys, this is John and Austin. Welcome to another episode of the Meet Your Sticks podcast. This is the food episode, apparently. I've got sausage, I've got shrimp, I've got jerky. Can we really say that that's jerky? It can't. Can't say it's jerky, but we said a long time ago, if we saw it, we would try it again. If it's could yeah. find it in non, whatever it is that you hate, teriyaki. Oh. So this is original. So it's the same, it's just not teriyaki? 100% the same, it's oh, just great. not teriyaki. No, we both said the texture was pretty good. So what yeah. we're talking about for those just listening who haven't joined us in the past is Beyond Meat makes a jerky. Uh, we taste tested it. It's plant-based. Uh, we taste tested it a couple months ago. It was a teriyaki version. Um, texture was pretty good. Taste was uh, almost not edible. I'm pretty sure we both spit that out. I'm pretty sure we did too. Yeah. Uh, which is unusual for me. For you, not that I've, I've had a weak stomach lately. You have? I don't know Maybe. why. Are you pregnant? <laughs> that would explain a lot. <laughs> but, <laughs> constant craving. But I hope not. The wanting to eat everything. Okay. Another thing we've been talking about food is our new zesty citrus garlic mojo seasoning. Uh, this is a custom blend that we had Excalibur reduced just for us. You're not going to find this anywhere else. I told Austin a couple of weeks ago that every week I would have a different protein for him in this seasoning and today is shrimp. Now, a couple of things. Those ones look kind of sad. <laughs> they went on the side sear box and they got kind of left there a little bit too long. Yeah, some of the bamboo skewers look like they got a little little, little charred. Little charred, yeah. little charred. They're still not bad, they're good. But I also wanted to sous vide some shrimp. So these sous vide at 140-ish degrees. So let's eat those. So this was all of our citrus mojo seasoning on it. And why they eat, this is my chance to remind you, if you're here for the first time, like, comment, subscribe, leave a nice comment. Uh, tell us how much you like or loathe the channel. I'll read it. And if it's that bad, I'll remove it. So That's amazing on seafood. That's incredible. absolutely incredible. It's absolutely incredible on seafood. I I love this seasoning. We we We've brought up a good child together. <laughs> this is our that's one way to put it. So, um, because my episode with Travis on the flush is going to come out before this, so your father won't hear it. Uh, I was on Travis's podcast, The Flush, the other day, and he introduced me. He goes, and today we've got with us uh, John Walton. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and I immediately oh, no. jumped in. I go, yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. Yes, you had it right the first time. Um, but yeah, so I'm on uh, episode of The Flush that should be coming out either today, which is Wednesday or Thursday. Um, it's when he normally releases episodes. So it was a good time. Um, I also had to apologize to your father because he was on, I'm pretty sure it was with Travis, right when we started the summer sale. And I was like, he stopped by. He's like, what do you want me to talk about? I was like, literally just the summer sale. Like that is the number one thing. And he came back laughing after it goes, yeah, we didn't talk about it at all. I was like, <laughs> oh, great. But I wasn't until the last like five minutes where I was like, oh God, I got to talk about that. And I figured out what it is. Travis has everything so well, like I want to talk about this, then I want to talk about this and this and this. And we're not used to that because we're like, well, let's try some food and see what we think. Yeah. He's a little more organized than we are probably. Yeah. I would say so. I would say so. He did um, invite me again to go up musky fishing with him. So I was talking to my wife last night. He was saying during the podcast, I don't remember what brought it up, but he's like, the way your brain works with food is just like ridiculous. So it's either at the end of the podcast or it's off the podcast. 
we were talking about that. And he said, I'll look through some phases of the moon. That'll be good. For I was like, dude, who does that? I'm like, that's the, like, and he goes, well, you know, our brains work weird. So I was like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't get together. That might be a bad thing. But yeah, no, I'm thinking sometime in September, I'm going to go up there, that's fly awesome. up for a day or two and do some fishing. Yeah. I want to know how big a one you can get. I just, I, it, it's been yeah. so long since I've caught anything bigger than just like, I don't even consider a catfish. Like that's not a, a sport fish at all. Largemouth bass is fun, but they don't. Yeah, they don't fight like a big smallmouth or a muskie or. So I'm I'm itching to do that. Yeah, muskie fight and they're freaking huge and teeth. I mean, they have everything yeah. you want in an opponent. Yeah, that I, I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the podcast before. But the, but going up north to fish was the first time I'd fished for anything besides just largemouth mm -hmm. bass. Like I hadn't even fished for hardly anything else around kansas at all it's just largemouth bass that's what, that's what you go I, for that's what i went for yep and uh seeing the first northern pike and muskie it just blows your mind oh. that that thing is actually living down there and the amount of fight from it the first the first pike we caught uh when i was fighting to bring it in i'm like oh my gosh this thing is huge <laughs> we get it in and we're like this is this is ginormous it was i mean it was i don't know right uh 18 inches, yeah, somewhere around that. Yep. Two, two feet or less, but it was big compared to what I was used to catching here. We look at it and it's got razor sharp teeth and we're just in awe and freaked out. Ten minutes later, we're going, that was a small fish. <laughs> <laughs> that thing wasn't so scary. There's bigger ones out oh, here. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, I've told the story in the past. I won't tell it all, but my friend's father, who was a diver for the New York State Police, he was doing the search and he passed what he thought was a log doing a circle search three times. He's like, why is that log still in my way? And it was just an enormous pike that was just floating at the bottom of the water like and happened to keep coming across his path. That's great. So they get big up in the Finger Lakes. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyways, okay. Um, let's go ahead and try the Beyond Meat. Bracing for impact. Oh, it smells terrible. Don't do it. Oh, it smells terrible. I'm not even going to smell it before I taste it. That's a good call. I need to stay, stay away from the package. That's not good. Uh, also, he had a much different experience with snake than we did. Uh <laughs> that looks very unappetizing. It oh, looks terrible. It's... Oh, no. I got to hold it far enough away so I can't smell it. <laughs> um, that looks like mushed up dog food all right bonus points for being able to consume the entire thing who's got a bigger piece we don't, worry thing. About that. <laughs> don't worry about that just take a bite you just take a big bite out of okay. that okay again the texture is okay i do not like the flavor at all at all not a fan of the flavor but i can deal with this one in my mouth like i would rather have the other one mm-hmm yeah, you're probably going to sit there chewing on it for the longest time. What is in it? It says no GMO, no soy, no gluten. So is it like pea? It tastes like peas. Pea protein. Ah, disgusting. <laughs> oh, by the way, someone uh, made the funniest comment on Meatgistics. I was curious if he read it or not. I think it was Herbco Food, or I'm sorry if I'm getting his name wrong, but... Uh, uh, he's always commented. And he said, uh, oh, he goes, it's hilarious, the guy that hates mashed potatoes but uh, loves cold french fries like what <laughs> how does that work <laughs> like i said it doesn't have to make sense up here. oh <laughs> it's just the way it goes i don't know 
I don't know. I don't know what final thoughts are on it. Texture's not horrible. Flavor's just not good. Yeah. But it's not, to me, it's not like really bad. It's just not good. You don't have shorts on. Yeah. Shorts are the way to go here. I know. It's been a day. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Um, I don't think it's the seasoning that's the problem. I think it's the protein. Like I can taste that pea protein taste and I hate that flavor. Which, yeah, I get. And I, if I like think about it, I can taste it, but I don't, it doesn't pop right off the bat to me. And I hate peas. Like peas are almost, we've talked about how much I, I, I hate celery. Mm -hmm. Peas are a close second. Okay. Like to celery is just whatever flavor in there does something bad to my taste buds and it just doesn't like it. Peas are very similar. What about sugar snap peas? Um, those not, are the ones in the yeah, pod. Not as bad. Oh, you still don't like those. I still don't like oh, them. Oh, wow. I eat those like crazy. Yeah. When you you had like bags of those uh-huh. on, on our trip to Missoula yeah. and I was just like, oh, okay. Good for you, John. Well, I'm glad you didn't <laughs> want to try any. Do you like uh, oysters? Yeah. Do you like Rocky Mountain oysters? <laughs> <laughs> We've had those before. All right. You have to try to tell me what this bratwurst is. Uh-oh. Don't smell it first. Why not? <laughs> It's got Swiss cheese in it. Tell you that. Hold. That's a little unfair. That must have been a conversion, like in between, because I did multiple batches and one stuffer. Eliminate the spice from that. So it's really hard to like just take out the spiciness in Uh there. Is there supposed to be any spiciness to it at all? No. Because the spiciness be. makes me think it's hatch green chili. But it's not. But was that was what was at least mixed into it? No. No? No, something Dang. that you're going to try next was what was mixed into it. Um, oh, if it was for Bratfest. It is for Bratfest. you put Swiss in it. Is it Philly? It is Philly. Ding, ding, ding. Now, to be honest, that's the only reason I got unfair. that is because I knew then the Swiss that, yeah. I, but I, I actually have faith you would have gotten that had that been... A clean example of that and not a, a mixture. All right, on to the next one. Oh, no. that just sprayed everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So you're not taking a bite. No. <laughs> I already, on purpose? I already went through it. Oh, boy. Yep, gonna start sniffling. You know, you can't do this to me. I get sniffles it's on podcasts. So hot. And just, I'm going to sniffle the rest of the episode it's now. So hot. You ruined everyone's uh listening pleasure. Now. Oh, just did I do it again? The sniffles. Oh, I thought you meant I peaked. Well, no, no, no. No. I'm I'm going to nonstop sniffle for the next hour. I'm uh, so it's hot. gonna be so hard not to. It's it's the inferno with, with ghost pepper. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And that ghost pepper cheese, man, that is not to be trifled with in my mind. Um, I absolutely love that though. It's the flavor is incredible. Great. Just be real careful with it. If it's, you know, a nice fall day, great bratwurst. If it's 104 degrees outside, lay it down and choose something else. Extended forecast for Bratfest is showing 90 degrees Ooh. and partly cloudy. Oh, perfect. It's going to be amazing. Perfect. Last one. Just by the looks of it. I might have an idea. 
I'm not gonna be able to taste anything because my my taste <laughs> my taste buds are all burnt out. It'll cool off. You used to do this when we made this competition too. You used to look on Walton's, and I I would like to remind everyone that I didn't. It's totally fair and acceptable. Um, wow, my eyes are starting to water. Hey, this is a clean rag. If you that want. just intensified the heat. By the way, <laughs> that's not possible. I think There's it was no heat. In adding that was like juicy, mm. and it just recoded my Got mouth again. Going again. Um, you can have another piece. If you just like based on the looks of it, I mean, I'm gonna say Supreme Pizza, but I can't tell because I can't taste <laughs> no. enough of it. <laughs> no, no Supreme Pizza. That is Bavarian. Bavarian. Okay. Bavarian. Yep. Um, I have. I haven't had that one enough, to, honestly, to identify it. I, it's identifiable enough to me that I think I could pick it out no matter what. It the seasoning itself to me smells like like what after I ran a marathon, half marathon, never ran a full marathon. After I ran a half, half marathon, we got back from Kansas City and I had my shoes, which were soaking wet, in a plastic bag. I opened that plastic bag and the smell of my shoes is exactly what that seasoning smells like to me. It makes a wonderful brato. Absolutely wonderful. And I don't like, I almost pick up like, like a Limburger type of flavor from it. And I'm not a fan of Limburger cheese, but I love that Interesting. brat. My sniffles are starting. I can't talk without sniffling. Um, so ne never really thought that and like compared the two with like a fresh sausage, but with like dry cured sausage, I always tell my wife, um, cause she hasn't ate a lot and she's not really a big fan of it. I'm like, the more it smells like stinky feet, the better it's going Absolutely. to be. For some reason, those smells inside of meat, once you eat them, like it doesn't, doesn't taste what it smells right. like. Yep. I wish I knew the science behind that, but. Well, one of the most interesting things your brother ever told me was, um, He's like, you know that taste you really like with like a dry cured salami of some sort? I was like, yeah. He goes, well, that's the fat putrefaction. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Ever since then, I've been a bigger fan of dry cured sausages. Um, all right. So we have tried everything we're supposed to try, I believe. Yeah. So three flavors that are going to be at Bratfest. If you guys want to try even more, we're going to have 11, maybe 12. I don't know if you caught wind of that, but we upped our number of flavors. I heard we upped it once. We've upped it again. Yeah. We added cheeseburger cheddar worst. I heard that one because Dylan thinks it'll be good with beef. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then we, excuse me, we decided we were making hot dogs for part of the the lunch part of things, but we were like, well, if we're making hot dogs, why aren't we doing samples of hot dogs too? Fair so, point. We'll be sampling hot dogs as well. Are I mean, it just be an all-beef standard hot dog. So it's just hot dog and bologna seasoning? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering if you're doing the red hots or or that. No, no. Okay. The, the idea there is, like, for the hot dogs and cheeseburger cheddarwurst, having two things that, like, kids will like. Because sure. uh, we have a ton of activities for kids. Like, the idea is to make this an event that, like, you can come out as a family and spend three or four hours. Yep. Eat some food play some games adults can hang out and drink if they want kids can go play um and so we we're like yeah that's just it's gonna go over better with kids if we we do some of that so that makes sense the one i'm most excited about is the uh backyard bass fishing game i yeah if you don't think i'm playing that i'm gonna destroy some kids at it 
I'm I'm excited just to see exactly what it is because it sounds like it's so massive. It's not just like yeah, a we, little ten by ten area. He was asking for a huge area to yeah. stake off. I said half, uh, like a half basketball court. That's, That's how much room they want. So that might be hard. Maybe I don't want to do it. Maybe I don't want to get embarrassed. <laughs> I miss, and some kid comes right behind me and rings one. You can just blame it on the the pole and the reel. I was joking. the The line was, was too trying. thick. The line was too thick for the pole, and the pole was, yeah, this guy out of from whack. And the Kansas Wildlife Department, who does this for a job, doesn't know what he's doing. The drag on the reel wasn't set right. Well, it's like the magnetic uh, brake on a bait caster. Breaks. I always, anytime I first get new one of those reels, I will cast like seven feet, 10 feet. Like I am so paranoid about bird's nests that I just slowly up it each time <laughs> or turn it down each time. I hate bird's nests. On the inside of my bait cast, I have these little pins and like, it's just like a little plastic thing that clicks in or you can pop it kind of out. No matter where I set them, I can't tell a difference. Do I just have a cheap reel or? You have plastic things that you can click in. Or, I'm not familiar with that. It's like eight of them around in a circle. And I think it's supposed to change how much tension or something is is on the reel. So when it's spooling out, like, yeah, when you're casting, oh. you don't get as much of a bird's nest potentially. Yeah. Hmm. But I think you're thinking of gears on a mountain bike chain, right? Change. I'm joking i don't know why you look at me like oh because I, I, I don't know and it's un, not unusual that i don't know something fishing but i don't so, come across so all, all you change is like the little tiny i have knob. a little just a, a twist twist knob, on the side yeah. that i okay. just like tighten or loosen okay sometime i'll have to take mine apart and show it to you and see if you have any idea what it well, is well we're eventually going to take leo fishing so yeah we need to reschedule something yeah. there yeah so we can make that happen how big okay. of a fish you think he could bring in well uh, the yeah. bad news is i have not caught a single large bass yeah. this year. I mean, I've caught a few medium-sized ones, but nothing in like the five. No, I meant range. like if you put Leo on a hook, cast him out. <laughs> What's he bringing back in? We're getting a shark. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're cool. definitely getting oh, a shark. Sure, with yeah. a human, yes, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> for sure. Did you want to talk about uh, your uh, life-threatening uh, thing that happened yesterday? Uh, so yeah, we actually probably <laughs> should because I canceled tonight's um, uh, evening live stream for it. I made a post this morning. But for anyone who spends a lot of time with me, just you probably noticed that I wasn't around for basically any of yesterday. Um, today has been all trying to catch up and doing other things. But I uh, went home, well, did Travis's podcast, went home, did some stuff with the dogs, turned around, came back, and I'm on Rock Road, which doesn't make sense anyway, but I'm coming up on a stop sign. I'm doing about 40 miles an hour. Car, there's a car in front of me. I hit my brake, start slowing down. All of a sudden, my brake goes all the way to the floor. And like, even the brake that I'd already had was gone. Just no brakes. So I pump it a few times, hoping it's just, you know, needs that. Nope, not slowing down at all. So luckily, the guy in front of me, person in front of me, uh, wasn't, you know, messing about. So I just started honking my horn, turned on my blinker. And I was able to turn right onto a street doing about like, Somewhere between 15 and 20 miles an hour, which doesn't sound fast, <laughs> but we we're taking a sharp right in an old <laughs> Toyota Tundra. It was fast. Oh, man. Um, and again, just like I'm pumping the brakes the whole time. Nothing is happening. So I was able to get your coast to like another entry to um, 
my neighborhood and just kind of take back roads uh, all the way back to my house. Um, but after that, I had Patrick come get me, drop me off at Enterprise where they I had a reservation for a, a rental car. Patrick drops me off. I walk up. They're like, oh, are you, you know, so-and-so? And I'm like, yep. It's like, we just sent a, a message. We don't actually have a car. <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately called Patrick. I'm like, I need you to come pick me back up. So I get in the car. I got a stone's throw away. It's funny. Yeah. But he's <laughs> like, it is exactly like the Seinfeld. You don't know what a reservation is. So, uh, but anyways, yeah, it was like the best possible outcome from that happening. 100%. Nobody got hurt. I didn't cause an accident. I didn't hurt anybody and hurt myself. So while scary ended very, very well, <laughs> very well. The only downside is my mechanic can't look at it until like Monday. Mm. So I've got that rental car, which has literally no character. It's a Toyota something small. Mm. I can go in through the driver's side door. Oh, that must be weird. It's so weird, <laughs> especially leaving my house like from yeah. lunch. I walked up to the driver's or to the passenger side door. <laughs> now I had my bag with me, so it was, really was to put it. But I opened that door and I started to get in. I was like, "No, we don't, we don't do that here." For those of you who don't know, the I laughed at. I saw you leaving work one time, and you put your bag in, and then I forgot you had to go over. And it was just, <laughs> it was something so funny about just how simple that that optic is like just you just going okay like because you got in you shut the door and then you have to do this shuffle so, <laughs> up over the center yeah, console you just slowly sh like oh my god not just, slowly i do it athletically oh okay it's a yeah. very athletic movement um, also i could um, open the driver's side door but it's eventually gonna fall off so i'm uh, saving those for when i really need them cool. it's only got so many opens I'm left being chased it. by something bam but then that's when it falls off so probably you gotta head your probably. there and get it on the path that's true stuff. And it's most likely. Well, that's true. good news. You you made it out okay. So, to what extent is this going to push you towards a new vehicle, or just fixing what you got? Zero percent. Well, not zero percent. If it's like two thousand dollars or something, it's just not worth it. But no, I I like that truck. I I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain well, it. Well, used cars do. now apparently are going through the roof, is what I hear. So. I joked with John, and I'm disappointed that that bike John is not returning because <laughs> John John hey, John only lives like what do you live like mile and a half two miles away? It's two miles. Yeah, it's so a bike ride is not that bad. But it's you nothing. you rode a bike for quite a long time. I don't know how long it was, but it's almost two years. Uh, you did it long enough that I had almost talked myself into doing it, <laughs> and then uh, I moved a few years ago, and I'm like, oh, not definitely, definitely not now, yeah. but. Uh, I remember I just did it through two winters yeah. and that was like, those are my favorite days to do it when it just snowed. <laughs> so I was like, this is danger. It, and I never hooked up my handbrake or handle brakes. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell everybody <laughs> that it was to get me into a flow state because <laughs> it's like dangerous. And you're, I was just, I didn't know how to hook up the handbrakes. I, thought, I didn't want to deal with it. You rode your bike for like said, two winters long enough to where like, I like, the my idea of you was so different once you were on the bike and then when you're off of it because it's just like oh this guy rides his bike to work yeah. <laughs> and it's just a whole different vibe so anytime he would tell me like oh you should check out this movie i was like yeah but you ride your bike to work <laughs> how, can I, how can i believe a word you're saying no we did it because we had just bought a new car yeah the the sob or no, no the sob is yeah. the one that so i bought a q3 my wife drove that i was driving the sob Something happened and we switched again temporarily. 
she gave me the sob and she's like, Hey, it's making a funny noise. I was like, okay. <laughs> I get in the car, turn it on and tick, 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 coming from the engine. And I'm like, how long has it been making this noise? And she's like, oh, just since like last Wednesday or something. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Took it right down to the mechanic. And he's like, yeah, no, your engine's blown. I'm like, of course it is. How did she get it home? I don't <laughs> That's wild. Ridiculous. But yeah, no, I wasn't going to buy another car after just buying a house and buying a new car. And we were already that in more close, debt than yeah. we wanted to be. So. And it's a great way to stay in shape. So you're watch we can't figure out how to, how to quiet that huh i still have not figured out how to turn the dang thing off okay. is it okay. like apple related no you're a android guy right uh yeah so it's a garmin um used to have a fitbit and had issues with it charging couldn't get it to charge so uh, i used to use garmin all the time when i ran i don't not running shape not anymore, running anymore but garmin has like really stepped up their game lately on like health metrics okay. and stuff there so um i still do uh a lot with that stuff and uh got it two weeks now three weeks about two or three i did enough to set it up so i can get notifications on it uh and i haven't really gone through it yet on how to not make it yeah, yeah. so i get my notifications but i get a lot of notifications you know what they need to do here's an amazing it's not even an app just a feature on a phone set people that you want alerts from when they text you and just let every other text go. But if these any of these people text me, buzz or whatever. You can do that with like do not disturb mode. Keep your phone in do not disturb mode all the time. And then you can put priority contacts. Really? There yeah. you go. Uh-huh. This happens to me. Do I get my mind shattered every day when something that I haven't been doing with what technology. is do not disturb what else is do not disturb mode turning off you can you can control what it turns off and what it doesn't at times like it, it by default turns off everything okay. there's no noises you can tell it to like still still ring for alarms okay. um don't mess with your media volume um still allow vibration um so um I I set mine so that it doesn't it doesn't affect media. It doesn't. Uh, what else did I say? I don't remember. Whatever. Sure. My brain just like shut down. It happens. Uh, great time. But um, I have like my wife set, and I think my dad and mom like as an override right like, priority so contact. Through. And I my phone goes into do not disturb at like eight o'clock at night. I'm doing that. so. It I stop getting like the email ding okay. all the time. I love it. Oh, my great. wife hates, oh, hates, hate it. she hates it so much that I, I have to do that. Cause anything dings when it's like time to go to bed and any lights at all, even just like a little notification light on the phone would drive her nuts. Um, so, but I figure if my wife is calling or my parents are calling, if I'm going to get bad news that I need to hear about, it's probably from one of them. Yeah. Why I care about the bad news and not the good news. I don't know, but go immediately to the bad news on stuff like that. No, that, if I'm getting a call in the middle of the night, I'm assuming it's on bad. True. Because everyone knows I'm asleep by yeah, early. Some kid rang her doorbell the other night at 8.30. <laughs> I threw on some shorts. I go open the door and he's got like some flyer. And I go, dude, we're sleeping. Just slammed the door on and went back to bed. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, Brutus is going bananas. And he goes to the, we have a bench with a window that you can see like our whole front yard. And he's hitting the window as he's, he's going <laughs> rough, but it's hitting with his teeth or his nose or something. God, I want that dog. Some idiot drove by the other day and barked at him. He was in the backseat of a black truck. So oh, man. by chance, if you're listening, you're a moron and 
come back and try it again. He pulled, I've got like a, it's gotta be in between 12 and 18 inch spike. That ground spike? Yeah. That curly yeah. cues uh-huh. that's all the way in. Just him, because Riggins has the halo collar, so I don't hook him up anymore. He pulled it right out of the ground. That's and insane. I just got it, stepped on it. And he wasn't going to catch the car. But my thought was like, what is your thought process there? A 180-pound dog makes it into the car with you. I mean, maybe one of your buddies has a gun and they live. Like, But he's going to kill you. <laughs> I, I, I don't get the idea. You, yeah. I mean, your, your dog is like, he's still friendly, but like... Uh, he's, he's, real. Not, he's not like a wolf that's just a thousand percent aggressive. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, he's big enough that it's no longer just like a little house dog play toy thing. No. He's a beast. It's not even a pit bull. Like people are afraid of pit bulls, whatever. <laughs> if a pit bull is charging me, I'm going to kick it in the head as it gets close enough. You can and yell at I'm it. I'm going to be okay. Yeah. You're not kicking Brutus in the head. He'll eat that shot all day long. <laughs> keep coming. Your dog was, I watched a top 10 list of most dangerous dog breeds yeah. yours was like eighth yeah like for the world not for the uh, like and, no, and my fiance almost didn't believe me that it, i go john has that dog and she was just like sure and i was like no no no. see how tall that is i go that's exactly how tall he is so was number one doggo argentino i think it was, i think they just went bulldog or uh, i'm sorry pitbull just because all the all the attacks yeah so do you know what doggo argentino is oh whatever <laughs> we'll talk about this they are like you can't you have to stay clear every day of this dog's life that you're the boss. What? It's subordinate. Otherwise, it will get on your bed and not let you sleep in your bed. It's like, <laughs> no, this is my bed now. And it probably doesn't mean. And they're huge. Yeah. I mean, they're not Brutus size, but they're like 150, 160 pounds of just like aggression. They're great. Uh, that's cool. I don't want one. I swear. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? We'll go on to meat matters. We'll talk oh, in. No, no. Got one more thing. Oh. Sorry. So, you know, we, we did uh, with a barbecue snake mostly because Travis was like, hey, do barbecue snake before we... So I could tell by the way he was saying that he was hoping we were going to have a very negative experience. So he was super disappointed when he found that we liked it. So kind of talked to him like, what is your, you know, obviously you had a different experience with it. He said his snake that he tried was like this huge big fat whatever so it's probably a python oh. and he said it was like uh he compared it to like head cheese or sauce mm-hmm. like the gelatin feel yeah. to it so i'm imagining what happened is he got i mean snakes have body fat just like any other animal um and when we're talking about wild game body fat it can be real hit or miss so he probably got a bad body fat or bad quality fat on a snake and probably someone who had no idea what to do to cook it so it was very similar to the beaver tail. Yeah, That's yeah. what he said. Yeah, so, that makes sense. Made me laugh. All right, on to meat matters. Um, now, I did not look at Texas' uh, article, if it's come out so far this week. I have not seen one. I didn't think I saw it. But, but in- to be honest, the last 48 hours, I've been on Meatistics maybe like three times. I screwed up. Uh, for for everyone on Meatistics' sake, I screwed up my Meatistics account. What'd you do? Uh, to put the noti- <laughs> <laughs> to put the stupid notification post out there, I screwed up everything. And I think honestly, like maybe like 
10 minutes before we came in here, like I find that's when I sat down to look through notes for this. And I had just a few minutes, got on meet Gistics and was looking to see what has happened last couple of days. And I'm like, I, why didn't I get notifications on these? I thought I had fixed stuff. I went back through. I think I have it back to fixed again, okay. but so everyone feels better. Like you're not the only one that has issues with notifications at times. Uh, I, in trying to get the post out there so people know what to do, I like nuked everything on mine. Little behind the scenes, I had a, a post ready to go telling people kind of how to turn some stuff off. I sent it to Awesome. Like, what do you think of this? 10, maybe 15 minutes later, he responded with like a post with 10 times the amount of information and like explaining, no, do this, this, this. Had you already been working on that or is that all on the fly? No, but I started like, I started responding to your email with like, we should add this and this. And I'm just like, this is good. If, if I'm going to like explain it, I should just take screenshots as I'm going. And then I was just like, might as well do it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, but yeah. The number of times I do that with Rachel where I'm about to send her something, I'm like the time it would take me to do this versus the time it's going to take me to email her and explain it. It's almost the same thing. Yeah. So if it's not like a twice as long thing, I'm just going to do it. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. It just depends on if it's something that is going to be repetitive or not. If it was something we had to do like, over and over, I would have, yeah, I just send it to you. Yeah. But it's like in theory, hopefully, hopefully. it's a one-time thing. That's a one-time thing. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Number one um, from Fox Business, Tyson raises prices of chicken as demand shifts from expensive beef cuts. I thought chicken was already getting expensive. Uh, Tyson reportedly increased chicken prices by 20%. So... I wish we could get better details on what prices really go up and down, like more individualistically um, instead of just overall, because I, I normally buy, um, I, I do keep more meat in my office than just Vienna sausages, um, <laughs> but okay. I, I normally buy like uh, sliced rotisserie chicken um, and keep that in there because um, when I'm hungry or I just, I need to eat or I just want to eat and I'm just sitting there doing nothing. I'm like, if I just eat a lot of chicken, not as bad for sure. me. I can, I can eat a whole container of chicken and not feel bad about myself. Sure. So been buying rotisserie chicken over and over and over. It's like three fifty a pound, something like that. I went to go buy more last week and I was like, nope, not buying that anymore. It was up to seven fifty a pound. I was like, you're kidding me. This is, it, it doubled. It doubled in like, I I'd last bought some like a month and a half or two months ago. I buy enough to last me a couple months. Uh, and it went up that much in that amount of time. It's crazy. That I is don't understand. insane. So I'm experimenting. I bought the cheapest lunch meats I could get. Like, uh, you might come to regret that. Uh, Bar S has a not, you, they can't even call it like ham. <laughs> ham like it, product. It's, a, it's like a, a ham or pork product with, and ham or pork and water product okay 40 percent of it is not meat <laughs> but i was like it can't be that bad so it was like only it was only like three bucks a pound yeah. i'm like i'm in sold i'm gonna try it it's delicious is it it's good. amazing good, i mean good. it's super juicy it better be because it's 40 percent water nah. but uh honestly i i i don't mind it like even when we make stuff here i'm all about adding extra additives extra moisture yep Get your best uh, uh, brain diet again. Phosphate? No. Binder? Uh, 
No, no, no. How uh, best yield 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 out of it that you, that you can. Um, but guys in the commercial world do that to a lot of times make a better product mm -hmm. or uh, make make more make more money. Mm -hmm. But I think it also does and can make a better product. Well, it just makes a cheaper product at times too. But we've also talked about this in the past with injection levels of chicken. They do it because yes, that is what they can you know quote unquote get away with, and they get it's easier to sell you water weight than uh, protein weight, but. It is also because people tend to overcook chicken like crazy. Yeah. So it's going to keep it somewhat juicy. So it's kind of both, I guess. I don't want to know what my rotisserie chicken is going to be, though, after another 20% increase. Yeah, I can't figure out if this has actually hit the market or not yet. Um, when I saw this this morning, I did consider running to the grocery store real quick and buying a ton more chicken, but I have a feeling it has already hit. To be honest, I could see it functioning kind of like the gas market. Um, mm. Gas goes up and down yeah. and they may not have got a refill of what gas they have on site at, at the right. gas station. It doesn't matter. It's yep. just, it's so much of a commodity that as soon as the price changes up or down, it changes there and sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. But I, yeah, I imagine chicken could be a similar deal there. Would gas be considered inelastic? I mean, food is to a good degree inelastic. Like there's no changing it in the short term. So I don't know if gas is technical. You, I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't We're know. not economists. We did, so, but we talked about that last podcast. We really should see if we can get a we meat should. economist. Because that would be specifically me. Yeah. Um, so this is an article from Reuters. It says shrinking U.S. cattle herd signals pain for prices in beef. Now, my only note on this is just listen to me. <laughs> I was I've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks. I did a blog post on it. For those of you who don't know, Walton's has a blog that I do once or twice a week. Uh, the last couple ones were about droughts and how that's going to affect the beef prices. Um, what was the one before that? I don't know what the one before that was, but the one after it was uh, all about Bratfest. So you can go to waltons.com and check that out. Um, but this is exactly uh, what it sounds like. There's going to be less cattle going to market over the next few years. So expect insane prices. And Travis and I talked about this on the podcast yesterday too. Um, he was very interested in that for some reason. I'm anxiously awaiting your father's response to that podcast because it didn't rant really. <laughs> I mean, I ranted, but it was mostly about meat stuff. So I'm, I'm interested. I, yeah. So on the ground beef front, um, it's, it's one of those things that like, I know I could afford it, but it's almost oh. like I refuse yep. to do it. I went to buy ground ground beef the other day and i i have been going to walnut valley but i lost track of what day it was and this it was sunday afternoon pulled up to walnut valley and i'm like kind of looks closed in there <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i finally realized it is closed it's sunday yep. uh they're not there so i was like fine well i already had stuff planned for dinner so had to go get beef went to just dylan's and uh, was gonna buy ground beef and i i normally get like if it's going in something, I get something that's like 90-10. I don't want a ton of fat in it because I'm going to cook it and it's you're going to end up with grease in the pan. I don't want that. I just want to be able to cook it, put it all in there. Um, I just I was like, nope, I'm not buying the 90-10. It's too expensive. 
uh, I bought, I don't know if it was 8020 or 7327. I just bought the, what like color cheap. was the package? Was it yellow? Like yellowish orange? Do you remember? I think it was just white styrofoam. Oh, okay. It wasn't like, it, like it wasn't a gotcha. chub. You didn't buy the chub. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, those, that was, yeah, I don't know. Whatever I bought was like the cheapest they had, but it was on sale over, because I was going to get one of the chubs. Normally I get the chubs um, if I just want like a pound of meat to put in a spaghetti sauce or mm -hmm. something. But um, for whatever reason, the stuff in the styrofoam was on sale. So yeah, my dogs are not getting ground beef in their food at, like zero anymore. It took them a while to get over that. <laughs> There's a lot of looking at their food and looking at me like, where is the good stuff? But it's just too expensive now. Yeah, absolutely insane. It's only worse. I'm going to have to stop telling them to not tell me what the total is at the grocery store. That's how bad this is getting. Um, next one is steaks off the table. Inflation wary shoppers are switching to chicken. So this kind of ties into the, the first article as well. Um, this is going to drive up the price of chicken even more. As there's more demand for it, there will be price increases. I'm doing my part. I'm not buying a single thing at the grocery store. How do you what are you doing then? Fast food. You should be fatter. Oh, yeah, big time. Oh, dude, I, I complain about there's nothing like healthy around here to just kind of like grab and go. Uh -huh. I don't think such thing exists as grab and go and healthy in the same sentence. So or at least uh, for Chipotle. the most Yeah. Chipotle's pretty healthy. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. That, but 11, 12, 13 bucks. Right. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, cheap. But, but no, I'm not fat every, every day. Um, thank God my fiance knows how to cook. But um, there you go. Yeah, it is one uh, of those. I But I, I see chicken at the grocery store or whatever. And I go, nope, not for me. It wasn't before. And it's. Certainly not now. So, <laughs> do either of you eat at Chipotle often? Often, yeah. like once a year. I don't know when it changed, but I I haven't been, I haven't ate there in a while. But um, the steak burrito used to cost like basically the same as like the chicken. It was a little bit different, mm -hmm. but now it's like it's over ten bucks. Yeah, it was like so he was just saying eleven thirteen. Yeah, yeah, and they, I feel like they they knew something with chicken was coming, so they created a. Uh, it's also chicken, but pollo asado. So they chicken with extra flavor. So they, I feel like steak cost went up on them and they wanted to give another alternative so they didn't have to buy as much steaks. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how business works, guys. I just, run the, <laughs> I run the thing back here. So. But yeah, so I was thinking maybe we need to do um, a few more like chicken based sausage how to's. Yeah. If people are really are going to be switching more to chicken, it might not be a bad idea because chicken does make good, Sausage. It does. I, like chicken yeah. sausage. I used to eat a ton of chicken sausage. Yeah. That was my go-to. Let's do the best seasonings to make with chicken sausage because that way we can hit more than Multiple. One. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. some do lend them flavor a lot better to chicken, like you're saying. I gave uh, Rachel uh, something to look into in her free time a couple of weeks ago. And she found an article on SEO that said Google is not liking it anymore if it's like, phrased as it's going to be an instruction or a recipe and every one of ours are the first part is like a quick introduction and then goes right into what is she's like yeah google hates that now what so i have her taking the that's what, what is. they used to love they that they used to love it that's so stupid and moving them so she's going through all of them right now moving them to the bottom so whatever just a an extra little thing there um next one is osu research aimed at extending meat <coughs> or meets sellable shelf life. So 
I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but just because meat has started to lose its red, bright red color, doesn't necessarily mean it's gone, going, or spoiling. Um, it's just a, a chemical reaction. Uh, so the OSU Meat Lab is testing putting in small iron pouches in packaging with beef to keep it from going brown. As when meat starts to turn color, it loses value. Whether it's starting to go bad or not, these pouches are basically oxygen absorbers. The U.S. beef industry loses $3 billion annually to discoloration. <laughs> oh, no. In other research, OSU Meat Quality Associate Professor uh, Rajinth Ramathan uh, and colleagues are trying to determine if there are electrochemical factors that might play into the discoloration of beef, pork, and chicken. I found it interesting that we don't like have that 100% nailed down. Well, the, what I got from that was that like instead of informing the public, they go, well, we'll just invent a whole new thing because they're not listening. So much easier. Yeah. No, no, no. What they're doing, what they're so doing. much oh, easier no, 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 than trying to inform oh, the yeah, public. Oh, yeah, I agree. Because then you tell people the information, then they're just going to go, well, they're lying to us, man. 100%. Why do they... They want us to buy the. Where'd you hear that? OSU. Yeah. No way. Alabama's the best. Yeah. No kid. Yeah. Of course you got it from that. Uh, where they? What? What conference are they in now? I have no. <laughs> what are they in? <laughs> that just goes to show you the world we live in now. Yep. Back when Don't. I grew up, there was the Big Twelve, <laughs> Pac Ten, Big Ten. It's all gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. At least Notre Dame is still independent. Thank God. That's all that really matters. <laughs> yeah, they're going to stay. I don't know. I will. Did you hear the coach recently was talking about it. He goes, well, if we had to, we would pick one. Sure. And I was just like, but if you no, had to. But no one's but ever even said that on to. record. What an elixir for what the inevitable future, you know? So. Like I can't, I can't follow the news like I used to because I just, I get too angry too mad. over stuff's going on. So like I am heavily invested in conference realignment right now <laughs> like nice. that's your big thing that like, yeah K, oh. the, the k-state sports offseason right now there's there's been so much this has been the busiest year for k-state offseason okay so that coupled with all the conference realignment stuff that has been my life like non-work life that's good uh the past like three months that, that's awesome but i've I, cut i i don't know there's a lot of convincing arguments out there as to what notre dame is going to do besides staying independent i there's a i think there's a really strong chance they could like kind of join a conference well, that's kind of what they've done with the acc mm, yeah, tight tighter than that the, like f not uh, disregard all the other sports football join a conference yeah well the other sports that's have joined what a they've kind of yeah. done with but they've played uh, an acc schedule the last two seasons good point the alignment's there, yeah. but yeah. The, what so we keep stand, it exactly how it is. But what we stand to lose a lot is of money. ridiculous, a lot yeah. of money. Because when you go to these conference games, yep. the whole conference makes yes. money. Yep. Now, if we're the only team in said conference, we take we all of take it. all of it. Yep. So, so there's no what, reason to join a conference. I'm on your side, John. If they don't ever win another, I, I would prefer they stay independent than and never win a national championship. Uh, that's yeah. backpedal. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I love. Right. I mean, you you want the consistency and, and the tradition. I'm just like, come on, let's get one in my lifetime. I I was born in 1991. Their last oh, win wow. was like 1989. So uh, 89, yeah. yeah. So let's okay. do it. That makes sense then. <laughs> and my, and some of my then. favorite years are the Jimmy Clausen years. So if you can imagine, oh, why were those favorite years of yours? Him, Golden Tate, Michael Floyd, right on the heel, like uh, and right before that, you had uh, you know. Yeah, it was bad for a long time. Yeah, yeah so, you're right. Oh, dude, you're but right. then when they well, hold on, that was the year that they said. His freshman year, Clausen's is last thing we'll talk about this and get moving on to me. But he said <laughs> Charlie White had to break it down. Like by like week three, we lost once or twice. He goes, "We're going back to, we're, we're going back to scouting reports." And like he he 
stripped down his entire team just to redo a training camp. That's the word I'm hmm. looking for. He goes, we're going back to training camp. I was like, and season's over. So. <laughs> and we're done here. Um, do you know what happens with recalls? In what regards? Meat. Like what happens to the meat when it's recalled? Oh, it gets disposed of. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do anything with it. So there was just a ridiculous amount of uh, meat recalled from Danny's sub and pizza not because anything was wrong with it. It just didn't benefit from inspection. The, either the inspector wasn't there or wasn't wow. doing anything. So they recalled all that meat and it is in a landfill. That sucks. Can we have people sign waivers right. and say, I'd accept this? Because I will definitely take it. 100 well, percent okay sorry john but forget you but like You're there's like a, the needy yeah like there's a lot of people out there that really need food give it get it give it to, to a a food bank that and make sure that like it gets or give it to a commercial kitchen somewhere that's going to prepare it in a way that you're like okay we're going to kill anything that's in here over with the money i don't spend on meat i will buy more gold and ammo <laughs> that's good for the economy <laughs> It's good for the economy. Um, all right. Then from the Cleveland Clinic, clinic uh, they had an article. Um, it was really the headline of this that caught my attention more than anything else because I've never heard of any dangers of eating organ meat. So they had the benefits and dangers of eating it. So just real quick, organ meats are generally high in like heme iron, which is easiest to absorb. For example, chicken liver has 10.2 milligrams of heme iron per four ounce and beef has 2.6. So even a chicken organ liver uh, will have more per ounce than beef muscle. So just interesting. Uh, they also have a lot of B vitamins, B6, B12. They're high in protein. I mean, it says that, but they're the same as muscle, basically. Uh, they have alpha lipoic acids, which helps protect the mitochondria of and makes it easier to convert nutrition or nutrients into energy. Nope. Okay. I have a little side note here that says, does Patrick say powerhouse of the cell after I say mitochondria? Yeah, I've said that. But you didn't say it this time. Oh, I wasn't paying attention so, well enough. No good. No good. <laughs> powerhouse of the then, cell. Then uh, you have fat-soluble A, D, E, and K. So a fat-soluble uh, vitamin is going to absorb into your body better because it will you know, become soluble in fat and then get ingested. Whereas if it's water soluble, it's probably going to get flushed the next time you go to the bathroom. Uh, so dangers, the only ones that they had was mad cow disease and possibly other prion disease. So, I mean, just don't eat the brain and the spinal column. That's mm -hmm. fairly well known. If you're eating like things like lamb brains, you're having, you're, you're taking a risk. Like eating brains is a risk. Didn't you put brains on the will at barbecue list? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm I'm nixing that one. Like, but it's no, not you, eating the, it. These are good bricks. This is what he sounded when we pitched the idea in the first place. <laughs> we still did it. <laughs> uh, all right, then too much A and iron. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. Fatty liver disease, but it didn't seem like it was any good amount of research on that, and possibly bladder cancer. Maybe it was the most like maybe possibly could have something to do with bladder cancer article I've ever read. So. I would say it's mostly just good for you. All right, then we've got uh, something I found really interesting. We talk about them a lot, and I feel bad because I think Tyson. I feel like Tyson is the most known of the big four, so they take a lot of punches when it 
should mm-hmm. go to the, the entire industry. But uh, this is is interesting. And I kind of am on Tyson's side again a little bit here. Um, Tyson's food is not complying with the subpoena for a civil probe into price gouging. So this was done in the Southern District of New York. And for those of you who are familiar with the law system at all, will know if you want to put forward a somewhat spurious lawsuit, the Southern District of New York is the place to do it. Um, but Letitia James uh, asked a state judge in Manhattan to make Tyson turnover materials like contractual terms, prices, and profit margins for the meat sales to New York retailers between December 2019 and April 2022. James says Tyson, one of the largest U.S. meat producers, stopped complying after giving limited information based on the company's argument that the New York's price gouging law didn't apply to meat products bought in or brought in from out of state. And I kind of agree with that. Like, hey... Yeah, this is not your product, and we didn't make this in your state. We're not giving you any information on it. That, and I mean, if there's, uh, I mean, we, we've we've talked about and seen like the uh, lawsuits that have come against the big four for collusion and whatnot. But like, if you want to allege things like that, you still have to have proof, yep. and you don't get to say, "Well, I th- I think you did this," and then you give me the proof uh-huh. for it. You have to go find proof. Yep. You have to find it on your own. You it's not the way just, our law system works anymore, though. Yeah. It's just I want it. Everything is just trying to get to discovery. And then, okay, well, I'm going to push this forward to discovery. You know, it's uh, there's a big lawsuit going to discovery right now with the New York Times. It's just like, yeah, I think they probably were doing some shady stuff, but you are supposed to show proof earlier in the whatever. Do you see What's the, the word? Sorry to Process. Interrupt. There we go. Do no, you see the, do you see the, there's a guy that has the most lawsuits of all time filed with over 40,000. That's the guy from prison? I I think so. But yeah, then he's in prison. And he got a Guinness record and then, then he sued Guinness. Sued Guinness. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, all right. We're going to leave the next story chronologically. I'll come back to that at the bottom. Uh, that is the one that we'll end on. Uh, so McDonald's, uh, Last month is a mere six months after launch. They quietly ended its brief underwhelming experiment for the McPlant. Uh, this is from the article. It says it was a big product market fit error. The McPlant's most likely buyers might be vegans and vegetarians, or at the very least, people who are conscious of the environment, environmental footprint or sympathetic to the animal welfare issues big fake meat promised to solve. But those folks probably didn't want to give their hard-earned money to a business founded on processing and selling animal flesh as cheaply and inefficiently as possible. So clearly the author of this article has got a huge slant, but he is right. If you're trying to reach vegan or vegans and vegetarians, you're not going to do it through McDonald's. I agree. Let's take the salads out of all the fast food places too. What a joke. They're worse for you than the burgers. They're terrible. Well, Every they, time. They just suck. And they have all this sugar in them and stuff. And Every no time. But anyways, yeah, I'm with the, I didn't try the McPlant or whatever, but I'm glad a Mc died. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it, I think, is just it, it's a fad that people are just willing to bet on that it becomes bigger. Because if it does and you're one of the first ones, you are going to make a killing. And so it's, it's food Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, it's, it's breaking the story first, too. It's like why all the sports writers go, you know, as first broken by Ian mm. Rappaport or whatever. So. True. Yeah. How much publicity does McDonald's get over just having a McPlant burger? People that don't even care about it, they're going to go be like, oh, you know, I kind of want McDonald's for lunch today. They're going to go buy McDonald's and 
get whatever else. I mean, that's, I've talked about it before for a while, for a while, for 15 years. Anytime I saw a McDonald's commercial, I almost instantly went out and bought a double quarter pounder with cheese. Well, I've been in line at McDonald's and I've almost ordered the burger we're talking about because I just thought it was just a new burger. So I wonder what percentage of people didn't even know they were eating like a Beyond Meat. Oh, didn't know it was It not doesn't meat. advertise it well. Like they use a, a little subtle green in some of the letters and stuff like that. And then, but then the real fine print probably has the made from X, Y, and Z. But yeah, there's almost been a couple. I go, oh, what is this? Because I often, anytime I'm in the drive-thru, I'm like, what's new? What, what do I got to try? Yeah. And that was up there. And I go, what's the, uh, never mind. I know about this. So in the article, I don't have any notes on anything, but it also did bring up the fact that like a problem for it was also that it had regular like American cheese. It had the regular mayo on it and it was their normal bun, which is loaded with just all sorts of terrible chemicals. They also, uh, my understanding, read in the article, but from past stories I've read, they cooked on the same yep. like surfaces, yep, same utensils oh. and legit vegans are like, no, we can't, we can't do that. So I'm, I'm somewhat sensitive to that for one reason. If my wife eats anything that was cooked on the same grill as a, uh, like a mushroom, she is going to get sick. So like, I'm somewhat sensitive to that, but in essence, unless you're allergic to meat, just Shut up. I don't complain when I have to pick some sort of meat out of my salad. Like I don't I don't get mad at the lettuce that's in there. <laughs> I just eat the meat. Who gets angry when you get an onion ring in your French fries or a French fry in your onion rings? When you have that accidental mistake of you get something else in it, I'm excited. I saw it. Uh, did you see a meme the other day that was saying something? Okay, so I saw a meme something. I would get angry because oh. <laughs> it's i'm gonna view it as one less french fry replaced by something i don't want and i do not oh, want that man you're make sounds like i went to applebee's not too terribly long ago and i go i don't want fries i go give me give me onion rings and they go okay cool bring it up it's an upcharge by the way sure. it's like an extra dollar 15 like what it's so minimal don't even put it on the menu you know what i mean because you're just deterring me from even wanting to live life and <laughs> They bring five onion rings. Were they big at least? <sighs> They're average size. Well, especially on the, like next to just like a, a burger and then you just have a white plate and then five. And there's a lot of space. You know what I mean? So it's just, I was not, I go, excuse me, can I never do this, <laughs> but <laughs> go get me more onion rings. I'm like, is this standard? Like, do you guys count out five? She goes, yeah, we do five. I go, Okay, that's not cool. Manager overheard it. She brought me five more. And I was like, oh, you guys are getting halfway there. That's kind of cool. So, <laughs> but, they, you know, they made a little bit of a... Sure, a, they, they tried. They tried to make they it tried. right. They tried. Gave it the old college try. Um, then the next one is another Beyond Meat story. And we're really hammering them today. Not intentionally. Um, but uh, Beyond Meat is being sued by a former co-packer. So somebody who made their product for them. That's what a co-packer means who says they grossly overstate the protein content of their meat and not meat, sorry, of their food. So they're, he says, at least they're lying about the amount of protein that's in a beyond burger. That's interesting. I mean, that made me happy to read. Yeah. I liked that. And they're Does also it, putting chemicals in it that like, they say they don't. Does anyone ever go validate any of that information? 
Like it's not, I'm assuming that even though there's like the USDA and the FDA, I assume as far as I know, they don't like go, go test, test, buy stuff. Pull and, stuff and, off shelves. Yeah. And go right. see what, what's actually is in there. I, I, I have know. to imagine it does happen. The one thing I can't believe I'm talking about Seinfeld twice in one episode because I hate that show. But when he's talking about Diet Coke, he's like, how do you know it has just one calorie? It's like, what if you get the one can that has all the calories <laughs> and the rest of them have none? Oh, geez. It's the same thing. Like nobody's validating any of this. It's just like, oh yeah, here's our recipe. Here's our formula. This is what's in it. That's the nutritional value. Oh, that's a good point. Because there was even a show I was watching recently. That it was it was talking. It was on Hulu. Is that one with Michael Keaton? And it was about drugs. But the way that they, the way that they manipulated a chart to make it appear as though there wasn't um, a lot of something. You know, what I mean? so so exactly. So then yeah. the way that we could read ingredients, so to speak, could you think you're just getting one thing? I mean, meanwhile, it's just manipulated beyond belief. No one's even checking it out, anyways. So I used to eat or drink. Sorry, a ridiculous number of like. The drink mixes yeah that said that they were sugar-free and whatever and my wife's like oh it constantly on me she's like you should not be drinking so many of those and i'm like whatever like getting my water and she's like that's no longer water and i'm like yes it is and then one day it just hit me it's like just because it's not sugar doesn't mean it's not doing the same thing my body as sugar is doing mm. and as soon as i stopped drinking those i felt so much better and <laughs> started coming back down in weight. So, yep, just because it's not like the name brand that mm -hmm. you're associating with it being bad doesn't mean it's not still bad. So uh, related uh, but not related, um, did you know there was kosher McDonald's? Really? Yeah, I had to look it up as we were kind of talking about that. Uh, think, <laughs> huh. Do you want to guess how many and where? I don't know. I want to guess I, where. I don't. I think I know where, but yeah. I'm going to guess Queens. Oh, wow. And somewhere in Florida. I mean, I'm, I can really Florida? only confirm one location. Where? Uh, Israel. Oh, God. <laughs> I was only thinking the U.S. Of course it's Israel. Uh, I mean, but there might be more in the States or something, but I just typed okay. in Coach McDonald's and I just get in Israel stories and stuff. Okay. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, did, I had no clue, though. I didn't even think about it. Uh, real quick, one thing we forgot to do. Uh, there was a new plant that opened six months ago. Uh, it's Diamond Seafood Service in Atchison, Kansas. Um, they sell both meat and produce, plus some other things. I saw some ice cream on their Facebook page. Uh, they do bundles so people can buy in bulk, and it'll last a few weeks, depending on how many people you have in your family. State inspected for both beef and pork, uh, and they sell their or they source their produce locally as well. Seems like a cool place. They seem to have a, a pretty good interaction with their Facebook following, um, but we may have a new game from this. So I have a list of all the new plants, right? Mm -hmm. They give us the location on. You get to quiz me on where that town is when it's in Kansas. Because I have <laughs> no idea where anything is in Kansas. Like I know Benton, Derby, Wichita, Derby. and uh, Medicine Lodge, because I saw it on a map once and I'm like, oh, that's a cool name. Does Derby count? What do you mean? Is it's, it too close to well, Wichita? I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like a suburb. Like, okay. you kind of knew that. All right. That's like saying you knew Hayesville. I know Hayesville. I don't know where Hayesville is. I mean, it's a constant <sighs> city connection, basically, from Wichita to Derby. There's not like you don't have to like drive out in the country through things. It's like Wichita Derby right there. You know what's okay. funny, though? When you're in Derby, they make you, they remind you that you are in Derby, though, with signs on every other street corner. Yep. Derby, Derby. And yep. they're different colors. They did the same thing with Hayesville. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever been in Hayesville. Um, but I'm going to guess 
on Atchison, Atchison. I'm going to say it's somewhere southwest of us. Oh, okay. So you guys don't know either. Oh, dude. I'm, I have somebody well, would have jumped right game, in. I need me. to know like exactly where it is. I it's, figured if I was. Disclaimer, I am the opposite of Magellan. So <laughs> I never know where I'm at. Some of my friends, they'd come over to my house, the house I grew up in, and they they couldn't tell you, like once we got to my room, they couldn't tell you which direction the street was. Real quick, you know, Magellan didn't actually make it, right? I mean, but he was probably more privy to what okay. was going yep. on. Yep. Just <laughs> he could probably read a I knew a fact yeah. about Magellan I wanted to share. Oh, please. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just, you, the guy that makes the t-shirts, he didn't make it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my sense of direction is just off by sitting in my room growing up. Austin can't even find a city he knows it doesn't around Atchison say where it is. Just zoom out. Oh, I know where it is. Oh, so I said Southwest. No, no, not at all. You're total opposite end of the state. Very far northeast side. Uh, I was looking at like distance and kind of finger measuring. Oh, it's basically Nebraska? Uh, yep. Nebraska, Missouri. Like one it's, county it's on like on the Kansas-Missouri line, yeah. but like halfway. You know, squiggly. Halfway from I-70 up to Nebraska, it's basically right in the middle. It looks like I'm saying like 45 miles north of I-70. I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> Only like games where I win. Okay. Uh, if we continue this, I'm going to get a lot of them wrong. Perfect. All right. Last story before we get into my rant. Um, there is uh, a restaurateur who lives in... Florida now, Evan Darnold, he refers to himself as the Secretary of Steak. <laughs> uh, they created a, a national group that calls itself the Red Meat Lovers Club. Darnell came up with the idea of the club as a lark while at Tulane, a playful response to the college's Save, Students Advocating Vegetarian Eating Club. And obviously, I'm immediately in love with this idea. Uh, they are doing a big fundraiser in Nashville. Um, and all of the proceeds are going to the Javon Curse Foundation. Sweet. I Free. figured Patrick would like that. Uh, Patrick's big Titans What fan, day are the they going? They're probably going to check a game out. Uh, no, I think it's pretty soon. <clears throat> yeah, they're probably going to check a game out preseason week one or it's tomorrow. Nobody so. watches preseason. Well, I'm just saying in a few weeks, the regular season will start. I made a poor life decision. Oh, you no. ate, enough, you ate the you? rest of it. Oh, no, you just <laughs> ate more of it. I ate more, and I got a very solid piece of something in there that just lit me on fire yeah. again. Yeah, it is. I, I probably got like a chunk of the ghost pepper cheese. It's so good, though. It, it is good. Inferno with ghost pepper cheese. It is good. I I'm going to eat it, even though it's painful. All right. Last story. Uh, this is from Eat This, Not That, who I use from time to time. I have, obviously, some problems with them, but... It's interesting to read their opinions. Uh, it says, <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Just before we even start, I've already emailed them telling them they need to take this article down. And they really do because it's unbelievably misleading. It says red meat heart health study. The headline is red meat is worse than we thought for your health. Uh from the article, it says, this study had a large sample size and was conducted over many years, which increases the usability of the results, says Molly Hembre, MS, RD, LD, and member of the medical expert board. Now, she's not the author of this, so it, I don't necessarily have a bone to pick with, with her, um, 
but I read the study. Basically, it's saying that metabolites that are released in the body when digesting red meat, they contain high amounts of L-carnitin. That hit me right away because I take L-carnitin in a pill form intentionally the night before I'm going to do a heavy leg day. Like, so am I taking something that's really going to harm me? Well, it's also important for brain function and liver function. And the reason I take it is it improves muscle performance uh, up to 20-something hours after it's ingested. So the studies, again, relies on one of those terrible questionnaires. And it was basically people of 70 and older. It was like 68% women. Um, but halfway through the study, right? Whether TMAO, which is the... Uh, L-carnitin pre precursor um, and related metabolites derived from L-carnitin may help explain the effects of red meat intake on cardiovascular risk and to what extent they may contribute to cardiovascular risk associated with meat consumption are still unknown. <clears throat> so you wrote an entire article about how it's causing inflammation, it's car causing cardiovascular disease when in the article, they not only say that right there, where it's still unknown, but it also says the study had sev or several limitations that may have affected its results. The study was observational, meaning it could not control for all risk factors for cardiovascular disease, which might come in handy when we're talking about 70-year-olds, just saying, and may not prove cause and effect between meat consumption and cardiovascular disease of its meditation by gut microbe generated chemicals. Additionally, food consumption was self-reported, so errors in reporting were possible. And as most of the study participants were older white men and women in the United States, the findings may not apply to all populations that are younger and more racially diverse. It is a garbage article. At the very least, it needs to change the headline to something way less incendiary, way less. Read it out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the title's Red Meat is Even Worse for Your Heart Than We Thought, says New Study. That is but, not what the study says. But everything in there, it, it, I mean, it, even, even if they make a claim on something, they say, well, it's, yeah, un, it's still unknown. Saying there's not enough to truly there's link not something. Any, we have no cause and effect here. We cannot prove that. I really feel like we just need to throw out all of these, keep a food journal thing. You've seen, uh, Patrick, weren't we talking about it the other day? The lady who they ask her how many calories they think she ate at the end of the day. And she's like, well, I had a cup of yogurt for breakfast. I had a raw or not raw, a plain chicken breast for lunch and for dinner or something. She's just like, probably like 1100. And they were filming her all day. They're like, you had 4,000 calories today. Shut And up. she was shocked. They're like, Every time you walked by the kitchen, you grabbed a handful of chips and, you know, snacked on it, ate on it. People are unreliable when, mm -hmm. like, w asked what they ate. Oh, Their yeah. brain is not going to remember the bad things they did. I had mm -hmm. to make a, when I was younger, in like middle school, I kept, it turned out I just had acid reflux for, for like a week. My doctor made me write down like everything I had and stuff like that. And, and, and so you have to put pen to paper. 
you're sitting there like, what did I have? You know, and every time, every time, every time, every sure. time, you're just like, you don't know because oh. you're just one of those snackers. Or or even if you intermittent fast, you, I guarantee those people are overindulging at night just because of yep. the mentality. And and eating right before bed is one of the worst things possible. So, I'm in somewhat the food industry, and if you asked me what I ate at the end of it, I'd be at best 50% accurate. Yeah. At no, best. Eh, and I'm trying to, you know. I'm never weighing a steak. It's never like, oh, I had four ounces of steak. I said, I yeah, I ate steak, all of the yeah. steak. I gave my dog a little bit of the fat on the side and I ate the rest. But even like as humans now without calories associated with it, unless you're talking about like sweets and intense sugars, like you kind of know if you overindulge that day sure. or if you or if you under because then the next day you hit it a 10% more maybe with food or you go, oh, I'll go have this for lunch because yesterday I was I deprived myself for a couple hours. But then you realize, yeah, but then you realize to what you need in a day. I don't know. It depends on if you're working out a lot and stuff like that and what your job is and stuff, but it's not as much as you think it is. For Absolutely. Sure. But we're never going to get a correction no. on this because I also looked up a bunch of other articles this lady has written. Um, one of them was four foods high in protein. Beef is nowhere on there. Literally everything <laughs> that she lists, beef, pork, chicken, all of those are higher on the list than what she lists. Um, oh, so she's just coming up with she just goes yeah then another one uh worst way to eat eggs what do you think it was cooking them probably (laughs) scrambles the worst way to eat them probably no no no. uh i don't know any guesses raw is not with bacon and oh is that a dad joke what the hell no 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 no. (laughs) this person just hates yeah yeah wants to I think, yeah, I think a lot of times articles like this are just written from somebody with a, a biased perspective that want to push their agenda on other people. But to be honest, if, if you wrote an article like this, you would have a bias in it. Your bias would just be different. But no, I, well, hold on. It would be, I think for every joking thing he would say, he would have a giant, like the nitrate thing with like celery compared to a piece of, he would come at it with that facts and science that you can't even disprove. And then my well, and she would, she hasn't had a single thing. She would end up saying, "There's just as much iron in." I don't know why. Is it when I imitate women that I do an annoying voice? I thought it was just my wife. <laughs> yeah, Let's I thought it was just my wife. Anyways, she'd probably say something like, "There's just as much iron in the same amount of spinach as there is in beef." It's like, yeah, you can't absorb any of that. Like you're gonna, and then she'd go, "Wow, I hadn't die heard that. of." Yeah. She'd now go, "Wow, you're right. I didn't think of it like that." No, she wouldn't. <laughs> Last one, and this is bad news for Austin. It is news about the worst things to do for dementia. Oh, God. What? What do you think is a bad additive to food? It's If you were looking for the article, it's right. Oh, it's got to be there. It says, uh-oh, Austin, right Great. in front of it. Salt? Salt, yeah. It's salt. No. It's those who what? add salt to their food are putting themselves at risk for oh, dementia. Oh, add salt. Well, that's not good because I have dementia in the family and I eat a lot of salt. So we might need to fix that. It might be the other way. You Give it all the salt shakers. You guys only have dementia in your family because you eat so much. <laughs> salt. Could be. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> all right. That was a great way to end we're, it. We're not in danger in my house because we under season everything. So intentionally or just <laughs> no growing up. My oh, parents. OK. We're from Kansas. Did not so. use much. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Anything else, guys? That's nope. It. All right. That's it. We will see you guys next time.
thanks for checking out the Meatistics Podcast. To shop everything but the meat, head on over to waltonzinc.com. And to get your meat processing questions answered by experts and enthusiasts alike, head on over to our online community at meatgistics.com. Waltons, everything but the meat.